Hi, welcome back. I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. Did you know that you have been called to be a light in this dark world we are living in? Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Today is very special for me because I have five women who I look at as sisters. Yes, I have one biological sister, but I have four bonus sisters. But before I allow them to introduce themselves, we are going to be talking about girl talk. This is going to be a round table discussion. We gonna let y'all in on how our conversations usually go from time to time when we are on the phone. Not all at the same time, but usually if I'm having conversation with one of these ladies individually. So we're not going to um, drag this out. I'm going to just call them out and I want them just to say a couple things about themselves. Angel, can you tell them everybody a little bit about yourself? Hey, yeah, I'm Angel. So I would be the biological sister. Um, I am a hairstylist. I have been for 20 years. I'm a mother of two amazing boys. And I just recently started a nonprofit for young girls called More Than My Pretty Face. And I'm really excited to be on here to share this time and this moment with these ladies. Thank you. Angie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, my name is Angie. I go by, you know, pretty much anything. Um, I have one son. He is 23. I um, currently reside in the Virginia area. Um, I don't know. I like the outdoors. I'll just keep it simple. That's about enough about me. Okay. Kamel, can you tell them a little bit about you? Hi, everybody. My name is Kamel. I have a 22-year-old daughter. I am married, and I live in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. Okay. Linda, can you tell us a little bit about you? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Linda. I have four children. Um, I am an entrepreneur, and I started a nonprofit last year for uh, men that are or have been incarcerated that want to start their own business. Awesome. Hey, Trina, can you tell us a little bit about you? Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Trina. Um, I have um, two children, one t- a 12-year-old son, 15-year-old daughter. I am married, and I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love Chick-fil-A, too. I go to Chick-fil-A because of their customer service all day, every day. So, you know what? Let's just jump right on this, um, into this here. The first question that I have for each of you um, is... How long have you been working out your salvation with fear and trembling? Angie, can you tell us how long you've been saved? Ooh, fear and trembling. Um, I can honestly say I believe, you know, that I have been saved early on as a child. Like, even from, from, you know, like being from Mississippi, that's all we did was go to church. But I truly think, (laughs) like, God, like, really started covering me from a very early age. And like, I understood the whole being baptized in the water. But even as an adult, I got rebaptized because it had a completely different meaning. So me being uh, 45 on December 16th, I'll be expecting all presents. So I would say- <laughs> Ain't nobody asked you for that. <laughs> a shameless plug. From 12 to about, I'm almost 45. So eh, several years. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Trina, can you tell us how long you've been working out your salvation with fear and trembling? Um, I would say we've always, um, I think like we've been going to church since I was, since I can remember being a little girl. Um, but I would probably say like, I feel like my relationship started. Um, I feel like it might've been a little over 15 years ago when I found that right church where I felt like my spirit was connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was from there where it was just like a whole new outlook. Wow. Camille, what about you? Well, uh, let's see. I did not grow up in the church. Um, I went to church from time to time. My mom grew up Catholic. So 
uh, she was like, I'm not going to do that to you. So she um, allowed us to make our own choice as far as religion went. Um, so when I went to college, I, one of my really, really good friends um, introduced me to Christ, actually. And I got baptized when I was 19. But I think as far as really, really forming a relationship with God, I would say within the past hmm, maybe 20 years, I would say, is when I really, really started to develop a relationship with God. Wow. Angel, what about you? Um, A lot like uh, Kamel and Trina both. Um, I mean, well, you know, like we didn't really get forced to go to church growing up until um, I went back to my grandparents. Um, and even then, my I always knew that God was there, but didn't really seek a relationship with him, um, of course, until I came to just a really tight space in my life. And I believe I was 19 as well when I got baptized. And um, but as far as my relationship and just really diving into, you know, who he created me to be and really just stepping into the call um, was probably about um, about maybe 20 years ago is when I finally just was like, okay, Lord, I'm here and I'm never leaving you again. So, wow. What about you, Linda? Um, I would say the same thing as uh, Trina, which is my biological sister. Um, My mom had us in the church early on, but as far as me actually taking that step on my own uh, was when I met my husband. That relationship um, pushed me into really getting to know God and wanting to see if I was really a Christian or if I wanted to pursue other religions. So that relationship and and still uh, pushes me and my relationship with God. But yes, so I don't know, maybe 15 years ago. Wow. Well, I can just say personally for myself, um, no, we did not go, um, go to church. Of course, we went to vacation Bible school. Um, and when I got baptized I mean I've been baptized several times truth truth moment here um been baptized several times and interestingly enough when people would say you know are you saved and I'd be like yeah I go to church I got baptized but it wasn't probably until you know I really dug deep as far as seeking out who God really was and who he's always been you know before I realized that you know getting baptized and going to church don't make you saved (laughs) and so um but truth be truthfully speaking I have probably as far as walking out the path I've been saved for a very long time but really trying to live according to the bible and what I believe in and what it says probably in the last probably 10 to 15 years So all that time beforehand, you know, I don't know about any of the rest of you, but, you know, I was in church when it was convenient for me. So sometimes I had one foot in the door. Sometimes I had one foot in the street. Oh, and heaven forbid, if some crazy jumped off, then I was just all the way out, you know. And so um, it's definitely been a process um, just trying to walk out my salvation and then be correct about it in all areas of my life. So I think that that's just awesome that you guys all have, you know, um, been trying to work this thing out. And and it's just a process for every last one of us. So um, to just go a little bit further here, I want to talk about as a woman of faith, what is an area that you struggle with and how have you maneuvered through that or how have you walked through it or worked it out in your process? So what is a struggle for you, Angel, that you can honestly say, you know, you struggle with this, but how have you tried to work through it to get past it as a woman of faith? Um, so I don't necessarily think that I'm wanting to get past it as much as I'm wanting to get to it. Um, and so I think for me, the area that I struggle with is um, just in a a relational manner as far as being in a relationship. Um, You know, it's just one of those times in my life where 
I just, I mean, just honestly, like I miss love, loving someone, being loved, being in a relationship, thinking about somebody, um, building something. And so it has been a little bit of a struggle to be there and to desire that. Um, but at the same time, I am learning to uh, continue to be patient in that area because um, it's it's funny enough that I'm, I'm actually in the middle, I had to do book edits. And the more I read the story, the more frustrated I became with myself when I started going through the different relationships. And they all just kind of seemed to be the same. And I truly desire for something different. I truly desire it to be, you know, the man that God has called for me. And so I will say that it is not fun being patient in this season, um, but just really trusting God in it. So I just say, you know, uh, relationally, I guess. Okay. Okay. And I think that that's interesting because I think at some point in time or another in each one of our lives we could probably all attest to struggling um relationally wanting to be in a relationship and then when you get in a relationship you know um after you done caught feelings and everything else then you discover oh this really wasn't the relationship I was supposed to be in so Trina can you speak to um a struggle in the area of your life where you know it's a struggle and how have you tried to grow from it, work through it, process it? Um, I think my struggle is just my purpose in life. Like, I think I am really trying to walk in the favor of God and just know that whatever I'm doing, he would be pleased with it. So I think a lot of my issues are like just wanting to know what my purpose is. Um, and I guess because sometimes it's just not clear to me um and, and I could be looking right at it but sometimes it just doesn't seem so clear doesn't seem clear enough where I'm just still like okay am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing whatever it is out there for me I'm just I think that is like has been my biggest struggle just trying to figure out like where am I supposed to be or am I in the right place at right now like in my life wow that's interesting because I think that, you know, we all can attest to that as well, um, what our purpose may be. And a lot of times, you know, I would just say to you to look within yourself at the thing that you are passionate about. Because, see, when you find your passion, that's where your purpose is. You see what I'm saying? Can I chime in on that real quick, yeah. too? Um, you know, it's interesting that I think sometimes, too, when we're looking for that purpose or that plan that we feel like God has for us, I think sometimes we get caught up in the aha moments. We get caught up in like moments of like, you know, he's going to, you know, have this fireworks show and be like, Trina, your vision, mm -hmm. behold. And I think sometimes it's super simple and that is when we miss it, looking for those extraordinary moments that mm -hmm. sometimes it's in the very simple and smallest things. Um, so I just would encourage you not look for the production of it, mm -hmm. but to really look for the simplicity of it. Mm -hmm. So that's okay. good. Kamel, what about you? What are some struggles or what is a struggle that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt is a struggle for you? And how have you tried to work through it? Uh, for me, mine is similar to Trina's. Um, I had my daughter at 21. So um for the last 22 years, I've poured myself into her. And now that she's graduated from college and she's moved out, she's on her own, now it's time for me to figure out what am I supposed to be doing? So um, a lot of my struggle is just that, like what does the next chapter in my life entail, right? And the way that I've actually tried to reach out um, or try to figure out what I'm supposed to do or even 
to hear from God at this point is I've actually reached out to um, a couple of people just to help me help me with it. You know what I mean? One person in particular being Angel. Um, so I think what I've done at this point is um, just really be honest with where I am because sometimes I'll get to the point where I'm in denial. You know what I mean? But I'll, you know, I've been honest with where I am and not not knowing what to do next is okay. You know what I mean? That you have to start somewhere. And if not knowing is where you are, then, you know, you have to accept that and then maybe get clear enough so you can move forward. So what I've been trying to do now is just take time to sit with God and just wait to hear what it is. And just like Angel said, it may not be something extravagant or extraordinary. And in looking for those things that are big, we do sometimes miss the smallest of things that God is trying to tell us. So for me, I'm just trying to get still and be quiet and try to be open to what God is leading me to at this point. Amen. Angie, what about you? Where is an area that you struggle in or what is it that you struggle with that you know is a struggle for you? And how have you just tried to work through it? I think I have three areas. I know one is just fear of failing. Um, I have significant trust issues when it comes to people, period, not just in relationships. And I had to learn that no is a complete sentence. So, you know, instead of trying to make sure that everything was perfect, like it's okay one day if I don't make my bed, not two, but one. Um, it's and like I forced myself into difficult situations that normally I would not do. And I'm only good for about two hours in socializing. So I've learned to be okay with that two hours. Like that's all you're going to get. And if I'm okay with it, I really don't try to concern myself with how you feel or how anybody feels. I gave you, I gave you my best at those two hours. And so, and, and, you know, learning to be on my own, like, and I don't mean like I lived off of somebody else, but learning to be in that space where the only person you're truly caring for is you. Like, you know, you're always looking out for this person, that person to make sure everybody else is good. But just taking some time and putting on my own oxygen mask and just really, like I know the other young lady was saying, just take that time with God. Like, what is it that you really want me to do? And learning to hear from him and just being obedient, you know, just, it's just a whole gamut of things that just run through my mind. And But it's just one thing that I would emphasize is learning with Ange in uncomfortable situations. Okay. And Linda, what about you? Um, I would probably say expectations. I struggle with um, expecting certain things when I put my all for it to go one way. And when it doesn't, I kind of have a flea moment. Like, okay, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe let me move on to the next thing. And it's funny because God has me in a season where I can't flee. So I'm literally having to stay in a situation that I don't want to be in. Uh, so I feel like that's a, a big thing for me. Um, my expectations and how I think God is going to do one thing. And if he doesn't, then that means that it's not for me. So probably learning to trust him more too. So that was a couple of things, but yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's, I think that everything that each one of you all touched on, um, you probably summed up um, a lot of different things that I struggle with as well. Um, and for a long time, um, I was in the same position as Kamel. Uh, my kids are grown. Uh, my son is in the military now. My daughter and my grandbaby live in Texas, as you all know. And it has truly been challenging because my life was them. And that's all I ever knew. And I made a decision to do that, to be a mom instead of, you know, just doing whatever I wanted to do with my life. So, you know, um, I could say I, I see myself, a little bit of myself in each one of you all um, and everything that you have said here. And so let's talk about victories you know because it's funny how we tend to focus more on um, the things that are not real great 
But how often do you celebrate the things that are good? So Angie, Angie, can you tell me about a time where you know um, that you celebrated yourself for something that you did, you were struggling with, or it was an issue with you, you worked through it, you got past it. You know, how do you celebrate um, you? I freaking relocated after a divorce. Well, during a divorce, like I packed up and rolled out. And that was freaking awesome. Because, I mean, that was my thing. Like I had never, it was always me and my son or me and some dude or or me and somebody else. But, you know, I I, I prayed about that thing and I was like, Lord, look, I can't, I can't, I can't, one of us going to die. Like I can't live with this. And I literally loaded up my little truck and whoo it was rough but it was worth it like it was so worth it. even when I look around today coming from two years ago I had absolutely nothing but the clothes in my vehicle that was it and to go back and look at that and look now and I'm like well shucks I'm, I gotta move and I actually need assistance like that to me is just mind-blowing and it's just a testament that things can always be replaced but there is no price on peace and so it was just like every day to me I just look around I'm like man this is still awesome amen you said a mouthful Mm -hmm. right there because peace is Mm -hmm. definitely priceless um, and you cannot put a price on that and Trina what about you Um, can you tell me about a time where you how do you celebrate the victory um celebrate the victory um I would probably say just just small things like whether it be um you know a promotion at work um whether it be that I got through like you know because I'm one who I'm not really I'm as I don't well you guys may not know but I'm a little shy so whenever I am like when I'm tasked to do something like at work and so forth, like you are not shy. Me, I'm. <laughs> I was about to say uh, you shy. Oh come on come, now, come I, on Jesus! I'm a new I couldn't even let you finish that statement. See, see, I, I hide it so well, don't I? Y'all never knew I was shy. I'm very shy. And so even like this call, just the thought of it, it's making my palms sweat. But um, Oh my goodness. But like, you know, just, just the small things, like being able to get through a training session with people who, you know, they've tasked me to train, um, you know, and then being able to actually get it and move forward with it. Those small things I, you know, I'll celebrate whether it go be go to, you know, I, may go to Chick-fil-A and get me like a little meal. <laughs> I mean, you're going to hear Chick-fil-A a lot during this little call, so you guys just get ready. Um, but yeah, just okay, the little well. stuff like that. I mean, you know, I just try to celebrate and, and pat myself on the back. Because like you said, Robin, it's a lot of it is um, when, when we really think about, we can always talk about the things that are going wrong, but it's not too often that we celebrate the little things, even even the small things, you know, should be celebrated. You're absolutely correct, because I believe that there are big things that come from the small things. And so a lot of times when you get hung up on the little things waiting for something big, you miss the opportunity to celebrate um, in that. And this pandemic has just, you know, have everybody um, cuckoo for cocoa puffs for this for the most part and and honestly it's just a process in that but you could still see you know the good of everything that's right there in front of you so Linda what about you what is a victory for you and how have you celebrated the victory um great question Robin so uh <laughs> my latest victory was um getting a deal done and I went and got my nails done even though typically the the funny thing is I in this season have begun to celebrate little things I was always the type of person that was had an, a, a certain idea of how things mm-hmm. should go and I wouldn't celebrate until that happened the way that I thought but God has taught me that 
it doesn't matter. If it was something that you didn't think that you could do and you did it, celebrate that, whether it's getting some Starbucks, you know, nails, hair done. So whatever it may be, I, I celebrate everything now. Well, that's awesome. Angel, can you tell me about a victory for you and how have you celebrated? So I want to piggyback off of Linda because I definitely was a person that was so hung up on being disappointed that I would not celebrate. I always looked for the disappointment first. So I mean, it could be a trip that I could have planned and paid for and I would not celebrate until I actually got on the plane or was getting off of the plane of where I was going because I could think of a million and one things that would happen, that could happen. And so what I have learned probably in the last few months, so this is something really new, is to celebrate daily successes. And sometimes daily successes is just simply getting up out of the bed in the morning. If I go to work, if I have a good day, if I make a dollar, if I get to work safe, if I get home safe, if I still have all, you know, of my mind and just the things that I think we take for granted sometimes. So, you know, I try to find success every single day and I don't really do anything to really like celebrate it necessarily, but just mostly just gratitude, just being thankful um, for the things that many do not get an opportunity to have. That's awesome too, as well, because you know, I, I was always told, um, and these were just some words of wisdom that was given to me. I was always told to go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And so I have tried to, in this process of the pandemic and just just being shut in um, for the bulk of this year, I've just tried to look for the good in everything. And even when I couldn't see any good, I would just say to the Lord, God, you are still yet good. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what it feels like, you're still good. Kamel, what about you? A victory. And how have you (laughs) celebrated? It's funny that you asked that question because... Um, honestly, I am a person who has a hard time celebrating myself. Like I will celebrate anybody else all day, congratulate anybody, you know, cheer on anybody. But when it comes to me, I have a hard time celebrating myself. So what I have um, started to do was even if I can just look in the mirror and say, you know what, Camille, you did that today. You did good. You know what I mean? And it may not be anything mm-hmm. major, mm-hmm. but I have gotten to a point where I could have to I have to look at myself and just say, you know what? That was great. You did it. And, you know, because I'm, I'm like a perfectionist. So it's like everyone else. If something doesn't go right, then I'm beating myself up about it. So. I, you know, just try to celebrate the little small things as well. But one major thing that I do is look in the mirror and tell myself, you did a great job and move on. You know, I love that because in actuality, we should affirm ourselves because a lot of times if you sit back and you wait for someone to come along and just say, hey, you know what? You knocked, you rocked that Mm -hmm. out the box right there. You know, I'm so happy for you. If we waited for someone to come along and and do that, that may not happen. And so for you to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you know what? I did that. It's hard. Honestly, (laughs) it's been hard for me because I tell you, it's hard for me to to celebrate me, which is Mm -hmm. weird, but it is. But it's, look, I celebrate myself because I'm celebrating myself. (laughs) That sounds weird, but it is. (laughs) No, it doesn't because that's what you should do. You should celebrate yourself. You should find you should find a reason mm-hmm. to celebrate yourself. Um, and you all should find a reason to celebrate yourself daily, day in and day out. Um, which takes me into another area. So, Camille, you kind of touched on it, but I want to hear from everyone else. Um, Angel, what do you do to encourage yourself? Girl, you don't see all these pocket nooks on these mirrors and stuff <laughs> around the house on these walls. Y'all, she got the whole, listen, she got the whole listen. house. We got it in the kitchen. We got it in. I Every mean, day, 
um, because it's not it's not easy sometimes to stay encouraged, especially if you don't have a sideline cheerleader, you know. Um, but every morning, this is kind of just a little regimen. Like, of course, I, I get up and I read my work. And on my way to work every single morning, and I know all of y'all know because I'll be sending them to y'all at 5 and 6 and 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but I listen to... I go on YouTube and now since I kind of frequent since I frequent it every morning, um, it just pops up. I'll have a prayer and right after prayer, I listen to um, like an encouraging meditation, a compilation of words either uh, with Les Brown or Denzel Washington or um, oh God, what is Zig? Not Zig Ziglar, but there's another guy I really, really like. Um, but I listen to those on the way in and they're just so encouraging to my soul. And not only do I listen to it, but I repeat it. And it's really like weird sometimes saying like, I am this and I am that and I will this and I will that and I'm going to crush this and just trying to get excited about my about myself um, because it's really hard. Like it's really easy to be like, you know, Lord, who am I? Who am I to write a book? Who am I to start a nonprofit? Who am I to think this, 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 and this of myself? But, you know, God is just so gracious and he's called us to so many things. And I'm always like, if he called you to it, there's room for you. But that's just what I do. I write the stuff down um, on as many sticky notes. They all in the shop. They in my, my bathroom, in the kitchen, in my car. Just anywhere I feel like I'm going to need to be fed on a daily basis. So, you know, that's how I move. I think that that's good because when you can see it, you know, it's no different than training your thoughts to think a certain kind of way. But to train yourself to believe in the things that you see, that's how they manifest. And so I think that that's awesome that you do put it where you can see it because again if we waited for someone to come along and encourage us that may never happen and so you should be able to encourage yourself even when nothing or no one else will come along and do that and so um Trina how do you encourage yourself so I'm a lot like what Kamel was talking about like it's it's oftentimes it's really really hard for me to I guess when it comes to myself, it's like I put myself on a back burner for a lot of things. And so honestly, my encouragement comes when I encourage others. Like I feel like it's my deed to make sure that everybody in my circle is good and people who I'm that come to mind. And when I send out those things to them, just making sure that they're good, even if it's checking on them, that gives me encouragement because I feel like, you know, it's so many times that we're so busy in our own lives that sometimes we just forget. And so it's a thing like where I make make it a habit to whenever someone comes to mind and typically every day I send something to somebody. It may be several people, but it's something. And then I also get my encouragement um, in a different way because sometimes my sister will send things, Angel will send things. So it's I'm still getting it and it's so crazy because it's like sometimes you know they say that you know you give once when you give so much to something or it's almost like you you're selfless so it's a situation where like you're like me encouraging somebody else my encouragement is going to come from the Lord and may, he may use someone um, so it, it's crazy because every single time it hasn't failed me yet and I'm encouraged every morning I think that that's awesome because you spoke to a couple things here. You spoke to about about being intentional, but the underlying thing that I heard was it's difficult for you to encourage yourself because a lot of times I feel like we believe that we're not worthy, and that's where we can get hung up at is when we're when we think that we're not worthy, but you are worthy because Christ died for you, and you he. He did that so that you could become the righteousness of who he is, which makes you everything that you declare and decree before yourself. And so um, I think that that's 
an awesome thing that you do have that um, that someone does just kind of like send something even when you know you may not have been expecting them to but just to have that that support that community um to help with that angie what about you how do you I, encourage I was yourself notes as i was hearing everyone um you know share their their their, their methods of um you know self-encouragement but i you know i'm i'm also a person of the post-it notes i call them love nuggets so like I write little notes to myself Mm-mm. that I feel like <laughs> like I'll write a, a dear God letter and I'll address it. It'll say like dear Ange, love God. So I'll do that. You'll like I'm with Angel. Like you'll see post-it notes everywhere. I, I journal. Wow. I, I, can I, I can I chime in real real quick? Because I can't take the credit for this. <laughs> I need to say first of all, y'all don't know, but Angie and I go way way back. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will say that. My encouragement for the post-it notes actually came from Angie. When we first met in Ohio, God, our kids were little, eight, nine, seven. Mm -hmm. They were tiny. And I remember going to Angie's house and just looking at the words and I was like, I'm going to start this. I'm going to start this. And I kept saying I was going to start it, but I never did until I became on my own. But I want to just attribute that to her because she was the person who encouraged me that when I did start getting to a lonely place, she came back to my remembrance of what I needed to do and what I could do to encourage myself and others. So thank you. Well, amen. And, and so, right, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of, I'm a firm believer of writing it down. Like, so I, I do a brain dump at the end of the night because the more things I have in my head, the harder it is for me to relax. And then I'll be afraid I'm going to forget something in this. So I've learned to be very, very forgiving of myself as my way of encouraging. You know, I, I'm like the other lady who like, I, everything has to be a certain way, but I'm learning to just let some of that control go, you know, and I, I made a list back in high school and it was so crazy. I don't even know where this list came from. I made a list in high school and I found it several years ago of the things in life that I wanted to accomplish. The crazy thing was I forgot I made the list, but I literally accomplished everything on that list before I was 40 years old. So then by the time I hit 40, I said, well, shut. I thought it was going to take me a lifetime to do this. So now I, I think of day, every year I have a word for my year. Um, this year, I think my, my word was destiny for 2020. For 2021, my, my word is purpose. So I literally surround my life around that year, around that word. Like, what do I want to do this year that attributes to this word? And how is that going to impact me? And, and I, I just work from that, whether it's helping somebody else. Because like the other lady said, I really do love fighting for what I pe- what I feel is the people who don't have a voice. Like, I'm shy too. People don't believe that, but I am. Mm-hmm. But I will go to battle with somebody. <laughs> I mean, I really mm-hmm. am. <laughs> the blood of Jesus on here. The blood of Jesus. I'm gonna rebuke that right now. In the name of the Lord. The I'm gonna Nobody it. believes it, but I'm telling you, mm-hmm. like I'm. I prefer. I'm really shy. I'm more of an introvert. And but there's something that deep down inside I cannot stand to see people mistreated. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get me going, mistreat Black somebody. Black super. Right. It's just it's just like I can't take it. Like I will research till the end of the earth just to fight for somebody else, because I feel like that's what we're supposed to be doing to our fellow man. Like we're really we're here for a purpose and we were never destined to be by ourselves. So whatever, whatever that is or whoever you connected to, there's something we do every day to help that other person, whether it's just, hey, what you feel like today? How you doing today? I'm going to go buy Chick-fil-A. You want me to get you some nuggets, too? Ooh. Like, I'm going yes. to Little things Mm-mm. like that go so far, and we don't even realize it. You are absolutely correct. I think that a lot of times, um, anymore now, being selfless mm-hmm. is almost like a lost art because everybody is out for themselves. And so at the end of the day, though, you're right. A little thing 
could make a, a world of difference in someone else's life in that moment because you just don't know what every what someone is going through. You don't know what someone has going on. And so I like that. Linda, what about you? How do you um, encourage I think yourself? I do, uh, and a lot of the ladies have said what I do, but a few things is encouraging others because I definitely feel like what I want, I can only get by doing it for somebody else. Um, but also, um, I think that just looking back at my life and how God has kept me, I think that I should have been dead or lost my mind. And the fact that I'm still here and I still have a sane mind, um, I allow that to encourage me that I can keep going no matter what happens in my life. Um, and my kids, my two, especially the two little ones, cause they're so little. So I'm just like encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> them two, them yes. two little ones. Yes, yes. They special. The, the, the two little they ones, special. and I love the two older ones too. But the, the the two little ones encourage me because I know that um, God gave them to me as a do over. So it's very important that I, when I feel down or I feel like I'm I'm not going to be able to go on, I look at them and, and he uses them as an encouragement for me as well. Wow. You know, um, I've just heard so many wonderful and awesome things from each one of you all. And I'm telling you, I'm going to take a page <laughs> out of each one of y'all books because it has been enlightening and very enriching. And so for me, the thing that I do to encourage myself is God's word encourages me. And it's about, it's not really about making it so spooky, spiritual and all that other stuff and so deep or whatever. But a lot of times when I am in a way or I'm having a down moment, I just open up my Bible and I start reading or I put some gospel music in my ear and begin to sing and worship because mm-hmm. it just takes me to another place. And and it helps, you know, um, a lot of times, um, you know, I tell people all the time, I, I don't really have a squad per se, you know, and so I'm a loner for the most part and, and it's okay. Um, but then since we've been coming through this here, I've just learned so many different things about myself in this process that I've, I've, I've faced it and and God has brought me through it and it has really encouraged my spirit to be able to do that now for most of y'all you really don't know but Linda's on the phone here and Linda is the reason why this podcast is even taking place because every time we get on the phone she always has to suggest something but she puts it out in the atmosphere and then it makes me think I gotta do it so that's the reason why I got a third book you know it was only supposed to be two but Linda a couple years back talking about you know that's your that's the title of your other book girl can you stop putting stuff in the atmosphere and you know again at the end of the day she said well have you ever tried doing a podcast no I ain't tried doing no podcast where are you coming from with all this stuff so you know this is how the podcast came into play and so it has truly been a blessing um across the board and you know I just never I never thought that I would be doing a podcast and and having fun doing it right So it takes me, well, you guys kind of touched on it. I was just going to talk about the importance of community because you know that we are truly better together and we have something unique inside of us, not just for us, but for others. And Angie touched on that. So she just, y'all, y'all was already ahead of me. Um, But it's true. You know, um, what is, what is your community of people look like what it what does your community look like Kamel what is your community um, my look community like? has changed or evolved in the past couple of years um I now surround myself with like-minded individuals people who honestly pray for me and you know I can be open and transparent with without judgment and um my community right. is you know, just a small group of ladies besides my 
my husband and my daughter and my mom, like my immediate, my sister, my immediate family members. I just have like a little, really small group of ladies that I know that I can call on if I need prayer. Um, and it seems to be expanding because I honestly am loving this group of ladies right here. So I would love to get to know you guys a little bit more too. Um, so yeah, just surrounding myself with like-minded individuals, people who I can pray with and encourage and who will pray for me and do the same for me. Well, amen. Angel, who is your community um, of people? So my community, I had to learn that everybody couldn't be called friend, but I'm thankful that everyone on this line is truly, truly a friend. But um, God has truly showed me um, just the love and the time when I didn't feel loved um, when I came here to Charlotte. You know, he put me with a community of people that I do believe when they say a prayer, I believe it. I believe that that thing went straight to the, to the, to the, to the main line. I believe Jesus got on that line and he answered Camels and Angie's and Trina's and Linda's and your prayers concerning me. Um, and I didn't always feel like that. And so, um, I just, I'm just, I'm thankful that he has given me, um, those individuals who I really do feel like have my best interest at heart. So I like that. I like that. Um, yes. Um, Angel is my biological sister and we have, you know, been through a many of things together and individually. Um, but the best thing for me is watching my sister grow into, um, and becoming, um, the woman that, you know, God desires for her to be. And I get to watch it firsthand. Um, she's always been one of my biggest cheerleaders. Um, and so just seeing her, um, evolve and just blossom and bloom into the areas in which God is calling her to has truly been awesomely amazing for me. Um, and you all have been wonderful for me as well um each one of you individually trina don't answer no phone calls but i bet you if i Wait. called and told you i would answer my phone call but anyway you know um i'm just saying i'm just not gonna you know i just wanted to throw you. that little tidbit out there chick-fil-a okay so but you know angie can uh, you speak my to your community is a variety of people um my community you know, I, I would definitely say they're all people that serve a different purpose or I serve a different purpose in their lives. Um, I've learned that all skin folk ain't kin folk. Mm -hmm. All church folk mm -hmm. ain't really don't mm -hmm. have a relationship with mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't want the truth, mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not the person you really want to have a conversation with because I don't think you're ready for my response. <laughs> um, so people who are in my circle... They already know what the deal is. And if I don't rock with you, it's because my spirit does not like you. There's a level Amen. of discernment that I Amen. have learned <laughs> that there's something about you I just don't like. And I have zero tolerance at this age for drama and mess. So if any of that involves you, you ain't even got to worry about me because I'm not going to bother you under any circumstances. I don't need your help nor your cooking. So we good. Way man. You know what? <laughs> Linda, uh, what's your community? I mean, what I say? <laughs> um... Linda, what's your community? We gonna just go go on over. Look, look over no, and just, now, just now go Robin, on over. You Angie. know me, so look, you know some of the what's things your community? That said is exact. Hello, exact. Um, so my community, I actually really didn't pay mind to a community and really understand what a community was until I lost my husband. Everybody was down and there before he wow. passed, and once he passed everybody fleeing. So now I really get to understand wow. who's there in the mm -hmm. hard times. Because to be honest, I really don't need you in the good times. Amen. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. good, but you know, when you have things that rock your world, you don't know if you're going to make it day to day. You need those people 
that are going to hold you up in prayer, give you a good word. And mm-hmm. my sister has been amazing. Robin, you have been amazing. Angel has been amazing as well. So, and my e-group. So, and, and my mom. But it's just, I really now understand what it really means to say, like, these are my people. This is This is the people that I know. If I'm going through something, I can count on them. Amen. Trina, what about you? Who is your sign? <laughs> Besides Chick-fil-A. I'm ready to go all in on Chick-fil-A with it being my community. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say I have a nice, a great support system. Um, my community is awesome. I just know that if I'm ever um, feeling a certain way, if something's going on, whether good or bad, um, I know that I can reach out to those people and they'll lift me up or celebrate with me. So my community, I am very, very pleased with my community. They they, they are awesome. And they all deserve the number ones with lemonade at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I can't stand you. I swear. I where but you know what though it's interesting because again we know the importance of others a community and so my motto going into 2021 most of you have heard and most of you haven't but I said whoever fell off this year we gonna leave them because I'm not going into 2021 carrying no weight that needs to stay in 2020 and so um, I'm very thankful for the ones that stayed. I'm thankful because I, I learned that I needed to celebrate those that were right in front of me instead of wondering about the ones that I thought was going to be around me. And and it was many. It was many. And so I can relate to Linda on so many different levels because she she did go through something very difficult. And, and interestingly enough, that was how we... We reconnected by way of that. Um, Because for me, it was just when I got the news, you know, that she had a loss. Only thing I could think about was, what does she need? And how can I be there for her? And giving her that space and that time. And that's another thing that we have to learn about one another is, is giving each other that room and that space, you know, in there to go through whatever the process is, because a lot of times saying things can cause a little bit more damage than just just being there. Sometimes your presence is just enough and it does a world of difference versus you having something to say about whatever the situation is. And so I've just learned to pay more attention of, you know, because a lot of times um, Linda could be having a rough moment and she may not be up to talking to anybody and so and and I like the fact that she's very transparent about it you know and, and I don't have an issue with it because I mean ain't nobody asked you to chime in ain't nobody asked them from the peanut gallery uh, in there uh but anyway, I can relate to that because, and that's how come we get along, I think, so well. Um, but, and we met by way of our sisters. Angel and Trina introduced me and Linda. And she would come over here to Charlotte with me. And she was pregnant with the, the youngest child. And then Carter, me and Carter would have bouts in the car on the way here and on the way back because he would be back there in that back seat acting up and Linda would be laughing but you know we all have history I have history with each one of you in some way shape fashion or form and so it brings me to this part of it you know I said that I had something unique for each one of you and so if you will just entertain me for just a moment I promise you this is not going to be painful Um, but I kept asking God what could I do for each one of you 
And so I've been in prayer for the last couple of days about this. And I had some moments in the last couple of days about this because I wanted to make sure that before we finish this conversation that you all knew how I felt about each one of you. And so if you'll just entertain me for a minute, I promise you it is not going to be painful. But I want to speak a word of encouragement over each one of you. Um, I'm going to start with Trina. Trina, you know, you have an awesome spirit. I love your humility. I love your meekness. I also love your laughter. Your laughter is contagious, is catching. And, you know, and so I'm just very thankful that your path crossed paths with my sister so that I could connect with your sister. And because of that, you have to know that there isn't anything that I wouldn't do for you if you called upon me and you needed me for it. And so I just want to encourage you to continue to seek God for your purpose and find where you're passionate at and stick with that and 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 stay in that because God will talk to you in your passion. And you got to know that that's going to lead you to your purpose. So if I if I had to encourage you today just Continue to stay before God where you're passionate at so Thank that you, you can so walk much. into your purpose. You are absolutely welcome. Kamel, for you, I thought it was interesting that you are still trying to figure out the next chapter of your life as I am. And, and so for you, I, when I tell you she is the most, Kamel is the She's the quiet before the storm. She's the calm before the storm. Kamel is the one that she has a very um, <laughs> innocent face-like appearance. <laughs> but Kamel will cut you to the white right knee if you push her. <laughs> and but you know what though? I love I love her quiet spirit. I love how she just she's very she's very mild mannered. She, you don't hear her. She's very soft-spoken as well. But Camille, you have truly um, been a light in my life. And I'm just so thankful and so grateful for you still being a part of what God is doing, even with me in this season. And I just believe that there's nothing but favor all around you. All around you. There's nothing but favor all around you. And I'm just thankful that in that favor that's where you're going to find your next chapter Amen, in the Robin, season that God is that and I receive that. I love it. I love you too. Angie, you know, you talked about trusting and I honestly feel, I mean, I struggle um, with that as well, but I believe wholeheartedly that it's in the trusting of yourself that you can trust God's timing. And over the last several days, none of the other women know that we've been communicating via FaceTime every day, just about. And there's been so many different things that have been lining up for you. And I was like, Ed, you need to send some of that my way. And so I would just encourage you to continue to not be led by what you see, but by what the spirit is doing for you. Because again, in that, I just believe wholeheartedly that God have just did some amazing things in your life that if there's ever a reason for you not to trust, this wouldn't be one of them. Because in this season, we've had no other, no other thing other than to trust him. And so I just love your tenacity. I love your spunk. I, you know, we laugh um, about so many different things. I love your words of wisdom. And so I just speak life into your life. I speak health over your body. I speak this move going to exceed the expectations of what you have been expecting from it. I, I just speak 
wisdom into your life. I speak growth into your life. You are evolving and changing and you have truly become like a sister to me. And I'm just thankful for your life. I'm thankful for the love that you give me. I'm thankful for just who you are. And I'm thankful for Amen. the Thank you, that Robin. we have to You're gonna make me over here crying, kingdom. girl. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Linda, um, you spoke about expectations. And I can relate to you as well because we talk all the time about having those expectations of just because we are this way that we, you know, sometimes... And we tend to expect others to be that way also. And sometimes it can be a curse and a blessing at the same time. But in this, you have seen me at a not so good time, but you've also seen me at a really good time. And I have to truly be thankful because I don't know most of the time where I would have been if it had not been for your words of encouragement to me and I'm just so thankful and so grateful that you have truly from a year ago to today the woman that you have evolved into even in this season and area of your life is it's matchless there's no match to it and I truly believe wholeheartedly that your husband is so proud of you and even though the babies don't know how to honor you yet no worries no worries at all because the fact that you stayed in the in the race and in the fight and you didn't give up when you had every reason in the world to give up you stayed God has not forgotten about you and he has not forgotten about your sacrifices so the expectation is is that you are going to excel past what you even have for yourself and I'm just believing for God's favor even around you and everything that you touch is going to prosper and you are definitely getting ready to walk into a season of harvest and it's going to be so much of it that anyone that is connected and around you it's going to spill over into their lives and I'm so thankful that I get to be a witness Thank you um, so much. I received to what that God and is I doing love you and you. I thank you for sharing that word with me. Thank you so much. My turn. You're welcome and I love you too. Last but not least to my sister. Angel, you have um, of course we've Ooh. all, you know, we've had sibling rivalry um, and I always tell people that you are my little big sister. Um, because most people think that you're the oldest because you're the tallest. And sometimes you be trying to act like you're my mom, even though, you know, we came from the same womb. But I just want to tell you that I have been truly amazed at who you have become. I'm so grateful and so thankful. God could not have given me a better sister than you. And you have been a blessing in my life in so many different ways. I thank you for just the wisdom that you have imparted in my life. I thank you for the doors that you have held open for me to walk through. Um, I thank you for the times when you wasn't selfish and you always put me first. I thank you for the times when I could call you and I needed to just cry and your ear was tuned in to the other end of the phone just to listen. I thank you for just the light and the, the sunshine that you bring even everywhere that you go. You are definitely the epiphany of, and you emulate the name that you have been given. And you have truly been an angel from heaven for me. And I'm just so grateful and so thankful. So I'm going to declare and decree over your life today that the relationship that you so, so much desire and seek, it is right there. It is right there. And you don't have to be afraid. Second guess it. 
and you won't have to even worry about anything because God, the man that God has for you, he knows just exactly how to take care of you. And I'm grateful and I'm thankful for just the things that you have done with your clients and everything else. But I love you to the end and back. And you know that I will always have your back and I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much. All of those words right back to you. I love you. And I'm going to go in this bathroom and put me some makeup on. And I'm going to go out here and sit down. And I'm going to be waiting. Amen. Do it, girl. Sometimes we, sometimes we do have to just do that. Just walk in the expectation of what we're believing God for. And so, you know, ladies, I just want to say thank you to you all for entertaining me for this time and joining me on this podcast. You know, it has truly been enlightening. It has been informative. I'm very grateful for each and every one of you. Um, And if I can encourage you all, that is to still keep getting up, to still keep putting one foot in front of the other, stay in the race that has been set before you. Um, Me and Kamel did a podcast last week about staying in your lane. Um, (laughs) So stay in, continue to stay in your lane and run the race that God has set before you. I just want to say thank you. So as I, as I wind it on up here, I want to let everyone know that the podcast is now available on anchor, of course, Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and Radio Public. Um, I'm going to give two shameless plugs here. One, January the 11th, 2021, the re-release of my my first self-published book, Broken, To Be or Not To Be. That is the question will be re-released. And I'm excited because during this pandemic, I put in work, y'all. This was this was a process. So it really, I'm very happy with the final product. And I'm very grateful and thankful for the lives that it will touch and the things that it will do in the earth and in the land in this season and this time. And also, my sister has started a nonprofit. She mentioned it earlier on in the call, but it's more than a pretty more than a pretty face. And I'm excited to be a part of the project that she is working on. Stay tuned. You guys don't want to miss it. It's going to be an awesome and a phenomenal nonprofit organization for young women. Um, And I'm excited. I'm happy for her. You know, she she starts different things. And I'm just grateful and thankful that God have placed this vision within her. And it's going to go to far beyond what we could probably even expect it. So you guys be on the lookout for more than a pretty face. It's a nonprofit organization. Um, The visionary is my sister, Angel. Um, And again, I'm your host, Robin. And I want to say thank you for tuning in. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. Peace and blessings to you.